This week on Semi-Intellectual Musings, we are joined by Perry and Lindsay Johnson of Hello Life WTF. They offer us real-world advice and a few laughs. I get my very own Violet Top 5, and we get an exclusive on a new podcast. This is life. WTF. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? Uh, you know, it's fall. It and is it's, fall. And it snowed. Yeah, and there's a slight chill in the air. Last time we were together, I was driving home, and it was snowing the whole way home. Yeah. And I was just like, I was actually driving at 125 kilometers an hour, that's just kind uh, of too fast. trying to kind of drive through the snowstorm. Yeah, that's not how that works. Yeah. You've got to slow down when it and, snows, man. And now, like, whenever I'm on my balcony, I look over towards Val de Mont, and I'm like, is it raining over there or is it snowing? So we're getting ready, man. It's got the, the nip uh, in the air. Yeah, I know. But today we're not going to continue talking about weather, Matt. We totally could. <laughs> but we could. <laughs> we have two special guests on the line with us. Through the power of the internet, we're able to connect all the way from Val de Mont, Quebec, to Waco, Texas. Matt, we've talked about them on the show before. They were recommendations in a past episode and for anyone who follows us on Twitter or Facebook, you'll know that they are sweet, they are nice, they are funny. On social media, as in real life, they are the co-hosts of the podcast Hello Life WTF. And we welcome Perry and Lindsay Johnson to Semi-Intellectual Musings today. Guys, how are you doing? Good. We're doing great. Really jealous a... about snow. Yeah, what is this snow <laughs> you speak of? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> There's white things that fall from the sky. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, we're jealous of like long summers. So, what is that oh, like? Miserable. Uh, yeah, it gets old. I'm sure snow What's does the, too. What was the temperature there today oh, in Waco, okay. Texas? Oh, it's chilly today. So, it's a chilly Waco day. I think we got down to the 50, 60s 58, 60, somewhere in there. Dang, that's like 20, 20 Celsius. Uh, uh, we don't know. Honestly, that's the one conversion I've never been able to master. Like, why is freezing 32 degrees Fahrenheit? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, okay. that, that makes no sense. Okay, and wait. Then what does, like, what does zero Fahrenheit feel like? Yeah. Have you ever experienced that? I experience it almost every single day. It's really cold. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, well, how that's at work. Do, do you have like a cryogenic like chamber <laughs> in your basement or something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what what is, No, I, I work in a restaurant, so I spend some time, a lot of time, actually, in our freezers there. So I hang out at zero frequently. Just chilling oh. out, like sitting on a stool, like yeah. with the meat. Just sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so, guys, uh, Perry and Lindsay, welcome to the show. Thank you for being on. And I want to get this right, and I want to do it right off the top, because I feel like it may be something that you guys get asked a lot about, okay? So I just want to kind of get this out there. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> Watch out. Phil's getting his papers out. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I can't. I didn't memorize this one. <laughs> well, almost. Okay. Perry has three biological sons from previous relationship. Jackson, 17, Noah, 20, and Jonathan, 23 and has a non-biological daughter, Treasure, who's also 23. Lindsay has one biological son from a previous relationship, Bryce, who's 16, and McKenna, 20, who could be called a niece or a sister, but really is treated as an independent daughter, part of the household. Together, Perry and Lindsay are parents to Parker, who's 6, and Aubrey, who is 8, 
everyone has a place in the large, extended, and I would adventure to say complicated family. Man. Eight children, four are involved in household decisions, three live full-time in the house. I hope I got this right. Y'all have like nailed it. Yeah, dead on. You got it better than I did, actually. <laughs> okay. We were, like, we're professional we were researchers. Yeah, watch uh, out. I had to look at my flow Lindsay. chart on the wall and you nailed it. <laughs> Throw a bow on this, Phil. It sounds creepy, man. <laughs> um, is the term non-traditional family an understatement here? Um, I, I believe yeah, probably, probably, yeah, it's an understatement. <laughs> That that list carried on from one page to the other. Yeah, like I'm actually list. have them laid yeah. out here in front of me. I'm like, okay, uh, star this. I'm gonna have to refer to it again. <laughs> uh, so for people who don't know, Hello Life, WTF, uh, <coughs> Harry and Lindsay talk about their children sometimes on the show. We like them. We like <laughs> them a little. They're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do they? Well, they. Some of them are dependent, though, right? Yes. They are part of your household. Yes. Yes. The Bryce and Aubrey and Parker are all day to day in the household. Yeah, sixteen, eight, and six. That's every day. Yeah, you said you said Aubrey is is eight, and I looked at Lindsay. I'm like, is she nine? But no, she's, she's eight. She's I just eight. can't keep she's up eight. with it all. Yeah, he gets it wrong every time. <laughs> wait, wait, I got it right, but yeah. Harry doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh. That's common. That's that common. Says. It's okay. No, it's interesting. Um, my wife, my Melanie, as we call her on this show. Um, she comes from a large family. She's one of six, uh, children. Um, and then their extended family, all the, um, her aunts and uncles had like four to six to eight children as well. So they have a huge family. And, and for me, I just have one sibling and then all of my aunts and uncles had maybe one to three children. So it's like, I come from like a smaller sort of family unit and then my wife, Melanie, comes from a huge extended family. So it's been interesting learning how to be in family function. So I was actually curious, mm-hmm. like, what's a, a family function at your guys' place or some grandma's place or something? Like, what does that look like? Like, Ooh, Well, that one. That, that's a funny story. Yeah, because that gets a little tricky. I think <laughs> that we've all only been in the same room a couple of times. Maybe twice. Because the Over older. Over 10 years. Yeah. <clears throat> Because the older kids live all about four hours away from here. Um, So really, I mean, not all. No, I guess the 20-year-old lives in Dallas, which is only about an hour and a half away now. But we don't actually all spend time together at the same time very often. And holidays get tricky, too, because, like, the older ones, you know, they, they also have other other families like treasure treasure is married and fixing to have her second child and so they don't you know they don't get out a whole lot this way as far as traveling goes i mean it's it's weird to think that you know treasure has a child that's currently that's not a whole lot older or younger than parker right Right. yeah yeah yeah. so so we we really i i hate to like hit a very soft ball, but we don't really spend a whole lot of time as one big cohesive family. Yeah. That's a very, yeah, that's a, it's a really tough and with work schedules and all that, it's really hard to get everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Christmas is coming up. I know like we're only in November, but how does that work for you guys? Gifts or seeing each other. Uh, Let's say last year, um, 
because we the house that we're in now we've only been here a year and so last year it was our first christmas in our new home um so we had you know we celebrated at our house however um noah noah was the only one that came right yes noah came noah came and spent a couple of days here and mckenna was here the whole yeah she yeah she's always around um but that was that was it um we haven't seen i haven't seen jackson in a a a long while he's going through his i hate you i'm a teenager stage yeah Oh, yeah. Matt went through that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I yeah, honestly, I totally didn't. Uh, my sister w- went hardcore on uh, I hate everything. I'm a teenager That's kind of situation. Hard. Well, and, you know, and I, we don't, we try not to ever talk about it, it implicitly, but me and their mother did not have what we would call an amicable split. And mm-hmm. he has been mm-hmm. under her wing yeah. of hatred. Uh, yeah pretty much ever since so if there was a firm camp that would be the one that he would be in uh which is you know again i know as an adult who went through uh, my mom was married seven times something ridiculous like that i know that eventually he'll come around so i don't i try and like my job as a dad i don't push him i don't prod him i reach out relatively regularly just to let him know that I'm still here, but you know, kind of the kind of what's happened with those with the, the older kids, as soon as they turn 18, as soon as they graduate and get out from underneath that hag, wait, don't I, call, no, don't I, call her that. They get out <laughs> out from underneath their mother. Every single mm, one of them have, yeah. have have run for the hills, and that's whenever mm. we start building a relationship because apparently it's not allowed whenever they come house. around, and we know that. So it's just that right. waiting period, I guess. And also, I imagine, like, any teenager, when you're in your teenage years, you try to, like, you're trying to find yourself, oh, right? Yeah. And and whether it's um, trying to establish what parent you want to align yourself with, um, it's kind of that process of kind of finding where you fit into the world, right? Yeah, yeah. Who, I mean, who knows how to do that? And the That's crazy, I mean, crazy now is. that we're... <gasps> With the technology and and not that I'm an old fogey who's against technology, but the interaction with people thing has changed completely since mm-hmm. when I was a teenager. Totally. And so for him, shooting a three word text is a whole conversation. <laughs> right. So maybe we can talk a bit about your show. Do you find I don't know, I find this a little bit with myself that I talk to people in my life through our podcast, is that something that you do with your show? Like, is that one of the intentions of um, WTF? <laughs> Hello, life, I should say. <laughs> Mark Marin. Mark Marin's got the WTF. Yeah, he's got yeah. it nailed down pretty hard. <laughs> I know. I keep. I, I keep thinking that I'm talking to Mark Marin somehow. <laughs> you would. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, do you speak to people through your podcast? Do you think? Definitely, you speak to each other. Yeah, I mean that's our that's our goal. That's our our intention. Well, she looked at me like we're agreeing on this. Actually, my only goal 
is to talk to her, and this is about the only way that I get to do it neutrally. That is not. Your- <laughs> but also, but also, if no, because we discovered a pause button today where oh, yeah. we can just pause it and fight and then go back. If we oh, did that, yeah. oh my gosh, did we do that? So no, the pause button has been the greatest gift to our show. <laughs> and, and but I'm thinking as I'm editing our show today, we should just let it run. And see what's there. Today is probably the only second time I can think of, though, that we actually stopped, fought, and went back. We usually do let it run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Last week's episode, for but example. As, as far as talking talking to other people, we pretty much said from the from the go that if I think that things that we go through and and barriers that we have in our relationship as parents or just as people are very common and if if those things touch people and community if if those things reach people that's what that's what we want and it's stuff that a lot of people don't really talk about a whole lot like out there out there right you mean in everyday life like you don't think people in relationships communicate enough no 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 i I mean if our relationship is like anybody else's the answer is no hell no i mean we don't communicate Worth anything. I try to avoid it at all costs. It's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) So for our listeners who may not be familiar with the show, Hello Life WTF is a podcast that is described as a fun look at parenting, relationships, marriage, death, health, and all the WTF that comes with it. So far, after about 15 episodes, by the time our episode will air here, uh, you've talked about expectations, kids swearing, insecurities in a relationship co-parenting, lost of loved ones, and lots of lots of random stuff (laughs) with some jokes. Um, So folks who don't yet know your show, what has been the inspiration behind it? Like, why did you press record that first time? Um, We were pretty much headed to file for a divorce. (laughs) I mean, pretty much. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It, Tell us more. Okay, so <laughs> the the easy answer, we were, um, my stepson, her son, Bryce, had, had been in the hospital with some heart problems that we are covering in an upcoming episode. Um, but it was a very traumatic deal, and we were driving back home after a hospital stay, and, and this might be one of the longest times that her and I have spent apart, because uh-huh. she stayed at the hospital, I stayed at home with the kids. Um, and we're driving back home, kind of just talking about things. And I thought, why don't we just record this? Like us talking. If, if uh-huh. we aren't going to make it anyway, at least we can have a record for our kids. Mm-hmm. Of, oh, like a time capsule. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and who knows, maybe we can actually, cause we have a lot of things to talk about and a lot of things that we've been through together and separately. And maybe there's some value that we can find there. And maybe somebody else could find some value there as well. So how did you get from that to almost filing divorce papers? Well, we had kind of been in that spot for a whole minute. Yeah, like uh, if <sighs> off and on, pro- probably two years mm-hmm. where it, it was just up and down. Are we going to be married? Are we not going to be married? Uh, and how long have you been together? Like uh, remind ten, our listeners. We've who been together for 10 years. Okay. But, you know, I mean, those of you that are married, you can do, I mean, there's a lot of wonderful times that you can experience together as a family. 
there's also mm-hmm. a lot of damage that can be done over 10 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a full decade. I, I've been with my married to my wife, uh, fingers crossed, till next year for 10 years. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, no, I, I hear that for sure. Yeah, so please tell us, tell us more. If you like. Well, just, we both came from relatively unhappy relationships and we brought a lot of baggage with us. A lot. And, you know, <laughs> we just would take things out on each other. We would push each other away almost constantly. And then I'm a like, you piss me off. Well, I'm go. I'm, I'm out. Like, I don't, I don't, I guess what's oh, the you're word? A cut I and run. Yes. Yeah, I'm a runner. She's a runner. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 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 I'm not like, like a, a the, uh, <laughs> Julia Roberts movie or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Runaway bride. Runaway bride. <laughs> I wasn't that though, because I was like nine months pregnant when we got married, so I couldn't run. So. No, no, no. Waddle, waddle away, bride. Like a waddle. <laughs> a waddle bride. And I'm a. I don't know. I think I'm a lot better about it nowadays. But I've I've been known to let my mouth get away from me whenever mm, I'm angry, especially. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah right. that's yeah. me for sure. Yeah. yeah. Matt, yeah. by the way, <laughs> I don't know who you are. I don't deal. <laughs> I'm, just I just don't that. Like... I'm throwing that out for my wife <laughs> and your wife, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know that anybody really likes confrontation, but I'm, I'm pretty close to liking confrontation. And I, I don't. I, I'm. I would just rather walk away from it and not even think about it again. <laughs> or, all right, you want to fight it out? Then let's do it and. Then it's bad. It's really bad because she's a good fighter, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, <laughs> my when wife you, is skilled as well. When you have a worthy <laughs> opponent, it's hard to grapple. You know, <laughs> that's um, funny. <laughs> that's a fill in a nutshell. <laughs> okay, so so you're in this place, um, like a lot of other relationships. You know, they have their ups and downs, but you're in a down. You decide to hit record. How has that changed your relationship since? Oh, gosh. Um, I recently told him, I think we should like write a book. And he said, like, about what? Wow. Wow. (laughs) And I said, "Um, I don't know how podcasting saved our marriage or something like that. Mm. Um, Trademark, by the way. Nobody take that. (laughs) Trademark, (laughs) trademark. No, but it, it, you know, we actually, it came out today on the podcast that I'm not sure if it's going to make it past the cut, Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure it is because I need to save that recording. That I did bring up to her, I don't feel like we're in a place anymore where we're in imminent danger of of not being together. I think that we're on the track to be in a really good place with each other. And I think we're out of like, you know, the red zone or the danger zone. We may not all the way be back in the green, but we're definitely out of the red. And she agreed with me, which made me so very happy. Well, that's the first I heard of that. Wow. No. That it made you happy? Oh, yeah. I didn't tell you that because we're fighting. I'm not going to tell you you're making me happy while we're fighting. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, See, look at the Simpod bringing people together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't tell someone they're happy with them and fight with them. That's I mean, that's like stepping out of the ring. You can't do that. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> um okay. Um it's getting it got a little emotional there for a second for me because uh and I haven't told Matt this and I haven't told my wife this, but I am going to tell you here. I credit your podcast with helping our relationship get through um, a really tough time recently, like in the past month. Um, 
because I've been able to find a connection with listening to, you know, your problems, but more importantly, the ways that you work them out. And that at the end of the episode, like I get the feeling at the end of each episode that I listen to of you guys, there's joy and there's love in the room. There isn't all that stuff that you brought in just before you hit record. Wow. That like, I mean, that got me. So thank you. (laughs) That is, that's, I mean, this, I don't want to sound cliche, please. If I sound cliche, just hang up and we'll never talk again. (laughs) That is exactly. Okay, deal. (laughs) That is, I mean, that is exactly why we do the show. And it's, it's not, it's not overt. We're not overt. We're not Oprah trying to, fix everybody's problems, but we want to illustrate that as bad as it can be between people that aren't professionals have no real knowledge of what they're even, (laughs) what they're even doing from day to day can find joy, love and happiness in each other. And it doesn't have to be such a, a a damn ordeal. Well, I think what has worked, like what's worked best for us when recording um we we really go into it kind of blind we don't we don't have like this outline type thing we used to um and then we just like quit yeah i don't know but we go into it and it's it's just literally a conversation um that on a specific topic but we don't have we don't have like a script we don't have um you know a specific okay we're gonna Let's try to fight about this. Or yeah, <laughs> when a fight, right, when yeah. an argument starts, it is real as can be. Yeah, it's it's usually a okay. Do we stop, or do we just keep going? Do we pause it, or do we just keep going? And there has been some stops. <laughs> there has not very many. Um, Two that I can think of. But I think because if we weren't, and this is okay, um, something that y'all won't, nobody else will hear unless they listen to this. That's exclusive for you. Oh, like exclusive. That's right. You got a scoop, Matt. Yeah, we're we're not good at at having conversations. Obviously, we've made that clear. But it was like a week or two ago, and we got into a very, very heated fight. Um, we were home. Kids were at school. We weren't recording or anything. We were just like upstairs, hanging out, and got into a. I mean, it was a big fight. And one of the things you said, you were like, do we need to just go get in front of the mic right now? I mean, if you want to go get in front of the mic, let's do it. And, mm. and I think it's because when we are recording, we're better at um, maybe keeping, keeping the tone um, yeah. where it needs to be instead of escalate as bad as we do. And if it does, we can edit it out. Right, right. Uh, but I think in the middle of a fight like that, you don't, I don't, it, it's not in my brain that we're, we can just edit all of this out because it's it's real. It's really, it's real in my mind that the things that I'm hearing you say. You're making me laugh because we literally today recording, I, you literally said, I can't believe you just threw that out there. And I'm like, it's not out there until we upload it. And it's and like, I no, you idiot. You said it. It's out there. Like, I don't think of it as it's as the world's going to hear it. Um, I guess I I don't ever remember. I we can edit it all The out. biggest thing for us is this is the only thing in, in the entire time that we've been together. This is the only thing that we've ever really done together as adults. Yes. Like, this is... Oh, 
Like a okay, sh- so like that that's interesting. Sorry. Uh, that's interesting though, the collaborative process, and we're totally going to be talking about that because Bill and I have a weird collaborative relationship that we can also talk about. But <laughs> um, it's interesting the like what struck me when you're talking about um, should we sit down in front of the microphones to tone it down a little bit? The saying that keeps coming to mind, I don't know if you guys know if it's made its way down to Waco, Texas yet, but if you're going to fight, fight, fight naked. <laughs> have you, heard, have you ever heard that? I, I've never heard of that. Really? Okay. No. So it hasn't made it from Quebec. I don't know if it's a BC and Alberta thing, but uh, yeah, maybe it's a West coast thing, but yeah, it's basically awesome. the idea. Like if you're going to have a fight, just start taking your clothes off and then you just feel ridiculous standing there naked in front of your partner and it just you just start laughing basically like i am right now so like, whenever you know. whenever you two start oh, fighting okay. y'all are gonna do this is that what Honestly, y'all do well, i'd never want to get into a fight with matt now but <laughs> well you can you can see hallmarks of it uh, on our uh, october bonus episode <laughs> there's a little teaser That's yeah i give funny. phil a hug a shirtless hug on there but um it's funny <laughs> but it's interesting oh like what that made me think of here's a crazy connection this is a matt sanderson rabbit hole that you're experiencing right here oh. But what that made what that made me think of was um, basically the process of not just sitting in front of a microphone, but the process of editing your own conversation, a long ass oh, like man. three hour yeah. bite, that's constructive as well. So maybe you can talk a little bit more about that or or about how you put the show together. Well, it's awesome that you bring that up because it's literally the process that I halted for us to be on this call. <laughs> Because hey. <laughs> I've been editing it pretty much since. This is now. This one we have not been going going through and editing together. Usually we do. The kids, um, because the kids are usually here while we're editing, and it was one that we didn't necessarily want them to hear. Um, so that this one he's been doing on his own while I did every like with the kids and stuff because we didn't want them to hear it. But we do always have a final listen through together to make sure yes. that we're both a okay with everything that's being said, the structure of it, just everything. Right. We yeah. do a final listen through. Um, we we usually edit with both of us in the room. We do a final listen through, and then we both um, once we upload it the very next day, we both also listen to it. Um. So that way, at least we'll have two listens. <laughs> Padding our stats. I double download our episodes as well. It's okay. This is a big confession there. <laughs> but, but, you know, it, it, I'm glad that you brought it up. So it was one of my questions I was going to ask you, the kind of behind the scenes of the show. Um, and I have another question related to that. But the idea of being open and transparent with one another about what you're putting out there and you know, being able to be okay with what you put out there because at the end of the day, it is a podcast, right? Right. It is something for other people to listen to. Um, So that was something that I actually did have in mind. Um, But I do have a question. I would like you to tell us one story of a really good recording session, one that was memorable in some way. And then I want to hear a story of a really bad one, like the one that sticks out. Okay, the bad one today. the worst ever. No, yeah, today's yeah, not the worst ever. So, <laughs> yeah, I want the worst ever, but let's start with the best ever. <laughs> Man, the best, the best ever. one. Whew. They all suck so bad. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I, for me personally, I think I would have to say the the one on grieving and stuff went way different than I had originally thought it would. Um, and right. I was I was very because that's a really really tough topic, I guess, to cover. And and that. Sorry, that was one that I haven't listened to because I was almost afraid to listen to it. So I was wondering if you can like speak about that episode in particular more. Yeah, it's that's a, it's just a it's one that we knew we were going to talk about. It's one that we knew we were going to um, have you know put out there. But it we also knew emotionally we had to be in a place to do it. Um, and then when when we did record it, I think it we tried to make it. Our our goal was to get our point across, but not really make it so depressing. And um, according to the feedback we've gotten, that that's we did what we wanted to do. And so I was really happy with how it did come out because the edited version, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it got pretty deep. Some of the stuff we did take out just because it, it was very personal. Um, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, and which is understandable. It, yeah, totally. Yeah, it was kind of one of those, you know, if. If you haven't listened to it, you know, I've I've lost both of my parents and I've lost my sister. Um, he's lost his mom. And so it's neither one of us have any sets of grandparents around still. And so it's it's kind of what you just how do you you know, how do you talk about that? But in a way that people can relate and understand and. And it's really I, I we've always viewed and I know this isn't exactly what you asked. But we've always viewed that episode as a as like a bookshelf episode where, hey, I listened to Hello Life WTF. I've you know I, I jumped in at episode twenty. God bless if we have an episode twenty, and and then something horrible happens in my life and I realize I have an episode on grieving, and I just lost somebody. Maybe I should listen to that and, and see if it connects with me. It's not you know light, random listening. Mm-hmm. Such as like right. kids and cussing is a very lighthearted episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, one of my favorites because I just cussed all over it. It's the <laughs> only. Awesome. It's the only one. Um, <laughs> but it, it's something that, if needed, it's there. And for us, you know, she we weren't together when my mom passed away. We weren't together when her mom passed away. We weren't together when her sister passed away. But we went through her father from like I mean he passed away like. A little over three years ago. Three years ago, and it's not like, it, and I don't know that we even actually told a story, but it, it, she was at work. He was at our house the night before. Oh, wow. She was at work and got called from McKenna mm-hmm. that McKenna she, because McKenna him. found him. Oh, Jesus. So, when, and she was 16? McKenna was, yeah, 16. Oh, Jesus. And That's we, funny. I mean, I was at home with the kids. Lindsay was at work. <laughs> I, Lindsay called me screaming. As I was driving. <laughs> I drove, I took the kids and threw them in the car and drove over. And cause it's only, it was only a few miles from our house or kilometers. We don't know that. The conversion. It, it was only <laughs> about a kilometer. In these circumstances, who cares? Honestly, <laughs> however, please continue. <laughs> however, um, we were there, I mean, waiting for the police to finish investigating the scene for the Jeez. justice of the peace who just so happened to be the same justice of the peace that, that married, married us. us. Oh, oh, what a coincidence. God. And she remembered us Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh to, to pronounce him dead. Oh, and, and then we sat in his apartment while they wheeled him out. 
it was just like one of those things that we went through together that ugh. and it it's yeah. it was just a shared experience right yeah. i mean it i i remember quite literally every second of it I did too, unfortunately and uh, you know to that and bryce and his grandfather were very very close very. and to have bryce and to be sitting in the viewing room where bryce came in and just because bryce is a very closed up quiet kid and to have him come in and just lose it the way that he did and it just, was just me yeah it was just us two and bryce um we, we just kind of wanted it to be a a private moment for Bryce because uh, he wouldn't, I don't think he wouldn't have acted that way mm-hmm. around anybody else. And so we took him in there just to literally like lose it. And he did. So, so, you know, not to, not to bring it all down, but <laughs> doing that episode together is, there's a few things that her and I are extremely, extremely connected on mm-hmm. and watching her grieve and the pain that she went through kind of, it was harder for me than the pain I went through in losing my mother because I just had to worry about me when we lost her dad, who honestly was a very, very influential figure in my life as well. And, you know, I was mourning him. She was mourning him. Our kids, our kids were mourning him still. Yeah. Um, My little boy Parker brings him up so randomly three years later and he was three years old when he passed away but he remembers so much and he still asks questions about it to this day yes he asked me not too long ago after his bath how old i was and when was i gonna go be in his heart like grandpa says his grandpa's in his heart and it's just like i'm just sit there and not just lose it crying talking to him about it yeah that's hard it's hard when you're grieving but then you have kids who are grieving because you're I'm not always in a place to talk about it. And so when the right. kids bring him up or the kids want to see a picture because they, they want to remember or they want right. to watch a video, yeah. yeah, that's hard. I mean, as a parent yeah. to. So that, that episode is probably our strongest mm-hmm. uh, as far as our connection during the episode. We were totally on the same yeah. page like the entire time. Yeah, because it's a page that we've <laughs> yeah. been on together already. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But this is, I think, one of the strong points of your show is that you do it because you've lived this thing together. So not only is it for you as a couple, but you're offering advice, you're offering tips, you're offering a shared experience that other people can pick up on and, you know, use some of those tools if that happens to them. Or if they have a friend that's going through right. something like that, right? Yep. Yes. And and our contact information is out there. And we literally say in that episode, if if you don't have anybody that gets it, you don't have anybody that understands it, hit us up with the email. We can connect, find a way to get a hold of you, and we can talk. I mean, we're not experts. We're not grief counselors. We're not psychiatrists or psychologists. But we have been there, and we can talk. But, uh, I mean, a guy from a different podcast who we've never met, he did like he did reach out and let us know, hey, look, I mean, that episode, I just, yeah. you know, I just lost my mom a week ago and that episode just really, really hit home. And so that was kind of one of those things like, oh, wow. You know, well, one, it's like, oh, people yeah. listen. Yay. Um, two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah your, voice like, wow. your voice travels. Your voice travels. <laughs> and for for me, um, like I, you, you two seem like uh, empathetic uh, listeners, like of course you're not professionals, but you're willing to listen, and you're willing to listen with a sensitive ear. And like when I tell people online, or they find out about my concussions, 
like I self-identify as somebody who is in right. chronic pain, disabled, neurotrauma, whatever. Um, but when people kind of share their own stories with me of similar experience, whether the, like I know a lot of people with fibromyalgia now after I started the podcast. Um, I know a lot of people with uh, like Phil with chronic back pain. Oh. Um, it's been a very interesting um, process of connecting with other individuals who are sharing experiences with you. Well, yeah, because, you know, when, you, when you've been through it yourself, I mean, you can, I mean, for me, I mean, I know that I, it's like I can, I hurt just, you know, hearing about a story or somebody talks to me about something. I, I hurt the way I did when I went through it. Because yeah, I know I'm what like they're going too. through. I'm yeah. the other. I'm, yeah, I'm actually similar. the other end of the spectrum. I I generally don't. No, don't <laughs> no, no. Those people are helpful too. <laughs> because honestly, like seriously, like um, I'm not saying that Phil is not empathetic in any way, but um, but no, like uh, you need people who are able to like detach and almost um, like think about the situation more rationally and find those are the people who find ways to accommodate um people like myself who are in chronic pain and or people who are in emotional pain is those people who are able to take a step back and and sort of propose solutions well i think it gives you hope at least that, be there yeah i think it kind of gives you hope that there is you know maybe a, another side like you can you can get through it or um, you know, it is possible to make well, it through. One of the problems with commiseration is that. What is that word? I'll oh, I love that. that word. Oh, oh man. So that just got me excited. Oh, I just perked up in my seat, bro. Matt, Matt. I don't use so those don't words. <laughs> Matt, there's a dynamic at play here. Yeah. <laughs> words come out of Perry's mouth. I don't. That I don't. I have a clue what they are. They go through Lindsay's ears. Yeah. But mean almost nothing. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, Perry, on this one. What is that word? <laughs> I'm, oh God, Thank I commiserate you. with myself all the time. That's a Wednesday for me. <laughs> so commiseration is people getting together to to share sorrow. <laughs> See, I like to call it wallowing in my own self pity. That's good too. There you go. Uh, I like Perry's better. The problem with too many of you bleeding hearts talking to each other about stuff <laughs> is you tend to stay in it. <laughs> totally wallow in like a pig in my own filth. Just a, a, a sad little piggy in your piggy filth. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and there's, you got to eventually get up out of it and start walking. And it's very hard to do whenever you have people around you who want to be in that with you. Cause there are, there's a very large group of people I found that love to hang out in the sorrow. Yes. Yes. I find the same thing. Like, uh, sorry, I just want to jump in. Um, like I've in the past before, what, like three, four years ago or something, I signed on, uh, joined a number of Facebook groups for people with chronic pain or with, um, concussions or brain injuries. Um, and I didn't like it for, for that reason. Like it was a little bit too, too sorrowful. Mm -hmm. Um, but on the flip side, um, People like myself who have um, like a legitimate illness, um, we have to sort of let people know that we're in pain as well so that we can receive the accommodation we need. So it's sort of like a double-edged sword well, where I, I, I don't want to go in the pit of despair 
and depression, but I also need help. And like, that's the thing, like, honestly, I'll just pull back the fourth curtain when it comes to Phil, like he's very empathetic when it comes to accommodating me. Right. And like, I sort of need that, that help on our show to make it possible. Right. So it's kind of interesting. Like I totally understand like enabling, um, and wallowing in your own self pity. Um, but it is, it's kind of an interesting dynamic. Well, okay, for me, and and I don't know if, if y'all have listened to the episodes about illnesses and stuff, but there, because there was a part one and two, but that was really, it's it's really about my my illness, but long story short, um, I like I went through ulcerative colitis and um, had major surgeries and um, long story short, I had my colon taken out. Yeah, so. three out of the four of us on this call have a colon, <laughs> oh, mm. presumably. So, but yes, I, my mine's still intact for the time <laughs> being. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't, but I like when you were talking about the Facebook groups. Um, I joined a couple that had gone through the same surgeries as myself. However, I removed myself from those because I have ridiculous anxiety. Mm. Um, who you know, Perry over here has cheered me on all the way, just telling me how high it is. Um, but I have horrible anxiety. And so, but I would, in that group, I would see people who were struggling with this and that and this and that. And I'm like, oh my God, that I'm, I'm going to get that, or I'm going to get, you know, and I've actually done well since my surgeries. Um, cause they were like over 10 years ago, but, um, yeah. I, the WebMD effect as well, right? Right. I mean, when I would be in those groups, it was like, well, I want them to know that they're not alone. But man, I don't want to sit here and worry myself that I'm going to feel the way that they do. And so it's kind of, it's yeah. really hard to, that's a hard, kind of like you said, it's a double, I mean, double-edged sword. And then everybody says that you're psychosomatic at the end <laughs> of the day, right? So it's yeah. like, fuck yeah. y'all. Like I got a, an invisible injury at least, uh, at least you can point to the bag that you got on your side there. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> could just be like, hey, take an x-ray. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think I'm making, uh, that's the hard thing about being married to her. I'm like, oh, man, I got this cough. It hurts. Oh, yeah, I cough for two years. I'm like, hey, dang. Okay. Yeah, I, I, right. I have the same thing when my wife that. gets sick as well with a cold. I'm like, okay, come on. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> stomach anyway. hurts. She's like, oh, yeah, is it your colon? Do you think it's your colon that hurts? Because I don't have one. It got never, ripped from my body. <laughs> oh. I've never said that. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, dude, you got to send me your it. best one-liners. Then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let's lighten up the mood a bit. That got pretty heavy. Uh, I asked both of you... Uh or we asked both of you to bring in a song <laughs> and a story for that song that is somehow related to your relationship. Uh, Perry sent me them, so I know what they are. Um, but I find that music sometimes captures feelings or emotions in different ways, and I think it can be a good storytelling device. So oh, yeah. in addition to the stories and experiences that we've been talking about, let's add some music. Um, I'm going to start with you, Lindsay. Oh, yay. What piece of music have you brought in for us, and what's the story behind it? Well, we both kind of brought these in together because there were some that we were like, oh, okay. Um, but I, I would probably go more towards the Papa Roach one. Papa, okay, sorry, Papa Roach? I haven't thought of Papa right. Roach since the year 2000. <laughs> like, explain yourself, <laughs> both of you. Explain that, that song, um, let's, let's just say this. When... We first met. She hated me. Like, I did not 
care for him at all whatsoever. Wanted absolutely nothing to do with him. Um, <laughs> just nothing. Oh. <laughs> like we didn't. I don't think we should have stuck with the first instinct. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my wife are the same. It's okay. <laughs> but if you, I mean, so you think of like that song. I don't even remember what it was called. What was it? Last called? resort. Oh gosh. Last okay. resort. What? Oh. Yeah. Myself in Okay, Matt. Um, <laughs> all right. So I'll let Phil play yeah, the song. So, so are are we saying? No, 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 no. See, no. I don't. I don't. That's not okay. Why, okay. No, no, no. Okay. The song does not make me think of. Uh, okay. Like it doesn't. No. Okay. So we. I didn't like him. Couldn't stand him. But we worked together, right? So technically, she worked for me. Let's get that out there. And then we switched it. Oh, she, so now I've worked for her ever since. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Know your place. Though. No, but um. I that was kind of, it's one of those songs and you know the song so it's it's upbeat it kind of you know so it's a song that I always she listened of, to it on the way to work every all day the time. we were working to together one ready. day and I was having to actually physically work which is not one of my favorite things but I tend to sing while I work and I and I was kind of getting my butt yeah. kicked so I was like singing that song relatively loudly and she joined in yeah <laughs> and we made this connection, and the next thing you know, I was like, she's "Hey, I listen baby. to that song like every day." It was not like I'm having your baby. <laughs> Shut up! And it's so funny. It's one of those songs that just gets stuck in your head, right? So, it is. So it's not yeah. like you can't listen to the words and be like, "Oh, the words it's, make me," you know. No, it's not going to be like, like the that. last song at our wedding that we danced to in front of everyone <laughs> before we head off. It was really the the song that was made us actually have a conversation for the first time. Oh, well, then, then it, oh. Papa Roach bringing another couple together. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Bill, why don't you play the track first? So try not to get the song stuck in your head. Here's Papa Roach last right. year. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation. No breathing. Don't give up. Give up. Come on, you're bleeding.
Semi-intellectual musings, and we are talking with Harry and Lindsay Johnson from the amazing podcast Hello Life WTF. You guys have asked listeners almost since the start of the show, or at least since the name change around episode four, what the F in WTF stands for. <laughs> yeah. Now, a bit of a story here. A few episodes ago, episode thirteen to be exact, actually at the fifty-nine minute thirty-six second <laughs> oh mark in episode thirteen, Harry. Perry, you said you would never use the F-bomb again. I don't know if Lindsay believed you. I don't know if you've held up that deal. But we now know what the F doesn't stand for in your house, or at least what you can't say it stands for. And we know that Lindsay won't drop the Mm F-bomb in WTF. So my question, yeah, that was kind of a roundabout way to get there, but my question, what have folks said that the F stands for and what do you think? The F stands for. Well, <laughs> I can't say what I think it stands for. What? Because I said I wouldn't. You've said it no. since then. No, I haven't. Oh, oh. And one time so, I've said it since then. Well, I can't when, because it's not on a recording, so I can't prove it. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so there's no evidence, but per- but Lindsay uh, has Perry held up to his promise in episode 13. I I, re- I really don't know. Yes. I think so. Maybe he hasn't like actually said it, but he refers to it. I actually okay. To, okay. just to be a man of my word, I did catch myself whenever I was editing today. Um, no, when I was testing the Skype call to make sure that we were going to record everything and it was going to work out right. But I wasn't in here. No, I know you weren't in here, but I recorded it like my, my first sound check, and I messed up, and I didn't realize it. But when I went back to edit it, I did drop it in there. So I did say it. We've had, I mean, I mean, we've had a lot of people say family. Um, fun. Fun. Funnel, well, that's funnel what I'm cake. wondering. Like, <laughs> funnel cake. Yeah. So WTF. So what does that F stand for? Do you think like, and then also I'm curious, do you have uh, Perry? Do you have any F word variants that you like? Like up here in Canada, we like to say frig, like frig off. You know, oh, so I'm wondering if you got any sort of Waco, Texas, F word variants that you can share with our listeners. Well, sadly, the the Waco, Texas um, variant is the actual word. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I will I will throw flipping in, Ooh, oh, flipping, yeah, yeah. Uh, freaking here and there. I have used mm. frig on occasion. Mm. 
Um, but usually I just go for it if I'm doing it. I just have my own vocabulary. For yeah, Lindsay has her own words, and it's just sugar. Cus- it's just different ways of saying the word sugar. Right, yeah. I say yeah. sugar. <laughs> but, w- but WTS doesn't sound as no, good. No, right? it doesn't. It really does And the funniest thing about the whole deal is she came up with the name. I did. She came up with the WTF. Because that's mm. like our, our life. I mean, it's uh, right. how many times are you going through the day-to-day to day stuff, and something happens, you're like, oh, my God. It just tickles I mean, me that you made it WTF and you won't I'm not say F. It. Well, it could have been like "Hello Life" o- OMG. Yeah, it oh, could have that's been. That's not as good. Uh, that's not as good. No, d- no, because WTF. then you're just like pissing off all the Christians in Texas, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've heard that. Yeah, <laughs> news got up to Canada. <laughs> uh, I, 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 uh, I like the funnel cake. Funnel cake. Is good. I think that was my son Noah that actually said funnel cake. We have, we've yeah. had funsies. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Our uh, daughter fantastic. was going around saying what the frappuccino. Yes. Yes. What yeah. I wow. Fornicate. What the fornicate? I don't know. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Hey. My favorite is fiddlesticks, but Oh, um, that's good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> fiddlesticks. Yeah. Well, that's where I the know. whole what double entendre, hey Phil. <laughs> you decide what the F is for came out of that because she she picked that to be f and i knew she would never say it so mm-hmm. when i was writing out notes for our first intro outro <laughs> i just threw it in there with you decide what the f is for because she's never gonna say it and we weren't gonna have the podcast so explicit right every, we, every we, we didn't want to do an explicit podcast just simply because part of the plan is for our kids at some point to come in and listen to this thing as they get older or the older ones listen to it now and it's not, I mean, this is 2017. My my son Noah cusses freely with me, freely, Bryce, way too oh, really? freely. Bryce does. Bryce does as well. But I, you know, we I think we talked about it on Kids and Cussing. I know that my dad probably has said swear words, but he has never once said one in front of me. Interesting. Right? And, and just like my son Noah, I mean, calling him out right here and now, mm-hmm. but he asked me, you know, he, he knows that I'm not against weed. Right, And he asked me, he's like, hey, we should smoke weed together one time. And I'm like, no, that'll never happen. And he's like, why? I was like, because I'm your dad, not your friend. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's about line drawing. Right? There's a billion so, people in the world you can smoke weed with. I'm not one of them. Yeah. And like, why do you want to be smoking weed with your dad anyway? Because I'm like, cool, bro. Really? Well, because he asked. Yeah, we should I think go smoke weed was... together one time, Perry. Hey, <laughs> he was asking if we had ever like smoked weed together. It, I mean, we're not going to lie to him and be like... And what did you tell them? <clears throat> yeah. Like, yeah, but... Yeah. yeah, that's good. I mean, we're not... Because at least... The, because the I, I, I honestly feel with um, these sorts of things, um, putting up the, like, forbidden fruit, like, dynamic is not the right way to approach no, it. No, you're it just, just be, daring yeah, you them be to do it. Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, they're like, if my parents think it's cool, that's pretty lame. Exactly. <laughs> so maybe they right. don't want to do it anymore. So aside... Um, <laughs> So, Lindsay, aside from um, the F-bombs that are occasionally dropped on your show, what are a few of the things that Perry does that drives you absolutely up the wall? Okay, this is a perfect chance for me to go take a bathroom break because she'll be on this for about 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, please do. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) It, No, it's the, and he knows it. He throws out these words. I, I have no clue what they mean. I've never used them in my life. I've never... Like, I, I sit here just assuming he's making them up because I've never heard them. <laughs> That's not all that I do to get on your nerves. 
No, no. They are you talking about just while we're podcasting or in general? Yeah, when when you're recording. <clears throat> okay. So so the, everyone knows about the squeaky chair. Oh, I was just thought I was about to say the squeaky chair. <laughs> <clears throat> we, I mean, the most uncomfortable chair that I have chosen to sit in, so she doesn't have to. Oh, <laughs> That's funny because okay. I sit in a squeaky chair that is uncomfortable, um, and I'm over here trying to make squeak sounds right now oh. <laughs> with Phil looking at me. <laughs> she does. She's got and like do zero cool, <laughs> zero chill because she'll in the middle of us recording. And it will be on some deep topic. She'll be like, ugh, can you stop moving? Just I'm like, girl, squeaking. play through, play through. I have a bad back. And so sitting, and, and I don't move while we, I try not to move while we're recording, unless you go off on you a rant. You shouldn't have to move because you're in a super comfortable chair. It's not super comfortable. Compared to this piece of crap it is. Hey. Oh, I said crap. No, I had that chair in high hey, school. Guys. Sorry. Guys. Sorry. Guys. 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 We're back. <laughs> Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> We're still recording. Squeaky chair. <laughs> okay. Perry, Phil doesn't edit that much. <laughs> Perry, Lindsay had her chance. She she decided the those words that you use and the chair that you squeak will give you your chance. What's what's let's limit okay, two things that Lindsay does that drives you nuts. When now, Perry, look, look, look. <laughs> okay. All right. L- you have to look at the wall. Okay. Think and talk, but don't 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 look. Don't look at her, Perry. She'll convince you that there's nothing. Okay. Oh, I know there's plenty. While we record, the only thing, she pretends that she doesn't know the words I use. I'm just kidding. I, I'm kidding. Oh okay. Don't look at her, Perry. Okay, no, no, don't, don't look, look at her. Look at the ceiling. Look, look, look at the wall. Right. Look at the wall. Look at the ceiling. Look at your feet, but speak the truth. <laughs> We've already fought once today, so... <laughs> Do it, Perry. Okay. The, the, only, team, the only things that she does that aggravates me while we're recording is she has no chill, and she'll just... She won't play through. So we'll mm. be in the middle of a deep topic of some sort, and she'll stop and just be like, oh, you're chewing, or uh, your feet, look at them, they're next to mine, or quit touching my chair, move your hand, or blah, 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 and I'm like, oh, my God. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Watch Sorry. it. I just lost it. Oh my god. That reminds me of me and Phil's relationship so much. <laughs> okay, so what oh, I understand Phil what I, does it all with his eyebrows. Okay, what I hear is that we're like four kind of like six, maybe seven year olds. Yeah. yeah. The problem oh, is Mar- we share a bunch of married couples. Yeah, we share a mic, which is part of the problem. We share a mic and right. I have I have a bubble. That I don't like to be like, just I need my I need my space. And I super love to probe her bubble. <gasps> yes, that's so gross sounding. Yeah, yeah. I, was I don't know. It was designed, it was designed <laughs> to be fiddlesticks. Uh, okay, so let's let's move on from that. Thank you for for. I don't think you guys were playing along. I think that was pretty real. No, that was uh, very real. But uh, awesome. Yeah, we got some real shit we, over here. We only too. know real. <laughs> All right, you guys. You guys talk a bit about TV shows that you're watching uh, on your podcast. So most recently, you've talked about Stranger Things. Um, tell us a little bit about how TV or video games or tabletop games have a place in your relationship, in your house, in your family. Okay. TV, Disney Channel, and our kids, or whatever they're playing. I have a. I have an ability, <laughs> um, a talent, if you will. To get into anything, like I can get into mm. anything. So Not the kids, true. pretty I'm much, mean, like whatever the kids. So are my watching. daughter gets on a big <clears throat> high school musical 
tangent when she was younger so much that I decided, Hey, if you're in, I'm in. So I learned all the songs with her. We sing them together. We did. Now I still want to, and she doesn't. He has them like on his phone. Yeah, because sometimes I gotta get down. Sometimes I gotta get down with some oh, high yeah. school musical. Okay, so like I have, I, I totally, I totally get this. Like I am way into Project Runway. Like that is my favorite show. Um, like legitimately my favorite show. I almost like Project Runway more than I like baseball. Like it's getting to that Whoa. point where like I've watched every single season. I've even watched the Korean one. Um, <laughs> I'm like way into Project Runway, and I That's honestly awesome. I approach it like I approach it like I'm watching a sport. Right? It's obviously a show that my wife and I watch together, and we really get into it. But we're like, oh, that person should be eliminated. Oh no, they don't know how. They don't have a good aesthetic. They have no sense of style. And like I'm way into it. So like I'm. So I have a four-month-old at home, and anyone who listens to the show knows her name is Violet. Um, and I'm afraid that I'm going to have to get into the Disney Channel. So, like, can you give me like oh, two or three good shows that, like, you would like together recommend? Perhaps I don't know. Okay, so there's the different. There's some different levels we're going to work with here. Sure. We have our Disney Channel original <laughs> movies, also known as DComs. All right, okay, yeah, which yeah. are pretty good. Which actually. are they're not bad when it's all you watch. <laughs> and you, you forget. That's awesome. Okay, That's you forget about adult entertainment and just watch kids stuff. It's pretty great. So then you have the TV series of whichever they, and what they, age they group last four seasons. Is oh, that okay? So you're talking a little kid. The first thing you're going to be rolling with is you're going to be rolling with some Disney Junior. Mm-hmm. You're going to be getting down on some uh, Elena of what's her Elena of Avalor. Avalor. Thank you. I can never remember the second part. <laughs> All right, PJ Elena. Mask. Okay, PJ Mask is one of my go-to favorite shows. It is PJ not. Masks. I love PJ Masks. <laughs> our our youngest is still. I mean, he's six, but he's all about PJ Masks. Yeah, we just posted a picture on Twitter yesterday or the day before of us with our PJ Masks masks on. Oh, I didn't see that. Playing oh, that's games. The reference. Okay. okay, I didn't. I didn't get what that reference was. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have kids, apparently. No. no. <laughs> Apparently, I'm um, going to find out what that reference means. <laughs> so then when you move past that, you're going to move up just to the regular Disney Channel shows. All right. And that's where the fun kicks in. You got uh, Andy Mack, which is great. Great drama. Hey, wait, yeah. I mean, I'm not kidding. I'm Andy, in. Andy Mack is, is good. That's good stuff right Like, here. I suffered. I'm writing this down. Yeah, I suffered during awesome. the off season. I mean, Andy Mack was, you know. But now they have Raven Simone. Raven, okay, so we got Raven Simone back from uh, the old days. That's so Raven. Yeah, is that like the cla- like something whatever Raven? Like yeah, we, that's so we Raven. Barely get Disney up here. Yeah, that's so Raven. That's it. Yeah, it's yeah. now it's adult. That's so Raven with her kids and stuff, and it's it's Ooh, good. It's good. good entertainment. It's good. It's like the new Full House, right? <laughs> I guess. Dude, I couldn't. You guys didn't watch that, eh? That's I, awful. Uh, I couldn't stand it. Full House, so there's no way I'm gonna watch Fuller House. Yeah, I was more of a Fresh Prince kind of guy. But thank you. Know. you. Oh, I like Fresh Prince. Yes, that's how you uh, find Will Smith in the snow. Oh. <laughs> <Jeez>. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna move on. Um, both of you. So thank you for that. Talking about TV. Uh, <laughs> So I, if I understand right, it has a really kind of big place in the house. Video games. Oh, video games. Uh, yeah, we are probably more than probably, TV. Yeah, there's probably more video games on TV than there is TV, TV. on TV. 
Because we, well, we got rid of Because, yeah, we dumped cable because yeah. we're like, we never watch it anyways. We're too busy playing games. Yeah. So we got, got ourselves an old school antenna. Actually, we got like six channels. It's awesome. Oh, we're like colonial means, times. It's I not mean. a bad idea because we, we've kind of <laughs> eliminated ourselves from watching baseball. Uh, yeah. Uh, you just don't what? have time. Yeah. Really? What team do you support? Well, it's I, we shouldn't talk about it because we're both in the NL East, and I don't want to – the AL East, I'm sorry. I, and, and I don't want to, you know. Okay. Wait, okay, you guys okay. – Oh, did you just brought up some magical words here? What are you guys like, Tampa Bay Devil Rays fans? No. Oh, oh no! What are we losers? Come on! <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Okay, the only team not, worse than them is what Toronto. Short right there. There's not that many teams in AL East, and if they've listened to our podcast, they know where our blood lies. Okay, so let me tell they you. They might this. not know where. where Reach where, over and re- rip that ugly hat off Phil's head right now. You might not know what my wife's team is, but it's an AL East team as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got more respect for Orioles fans than Yankees fans. I do not. Okay, so I'm I'm a baseball fan. I'm a fanatic. Yeah, I Sorry. love baseball. The real. <laughs> I don't care. And and I would like to think that I've moved past the part where I hate teams just because they're teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if the right. longest hatred that I've had in my heart, as far as baseball goes, is the the Yankees. I just don't like them. Yeah, I hate the Yankees. But so much. it's hard not to respect Derek Jeter. Or Mariano Rivera, now that they're not playing a special. Yeah. yeah. I even like Jorge Posada. Oh, yeah. Just like an untalented yeah. baseball player who just made well. Even though he's got know? that smart-ass nose on his face. Yeah, you just want to punch it. Now that A-Rod's not playing, I'm good. Okay, we know the team that you and hate. And like, okay. I want to spit on Derek Jeter's shoes. So, like, yeah, I, I get you, man. It's okay. <laughs> Okay, so, okay, right, so, so I hate to save us, Matt. Yeah, please, Matt. I'll go in the order of hatred in here. the AL East. So hatred number one, Yankees. Hatred number two, Tampa Bay. Yeah. And I just hate them because they're shared. easy to hate. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're babies they're that don't Well, do that right there should just tell you. I love Joe Madden. We like. They play at Tropicana Field, though. Yeah, is that even... I mean, and Joe Madden got the hell out of there as fast as he could. There's many people in this room right now than was at the last Tampa Bay game. That's true. Okay, yeah. so I have a healthy love and respect for the Orioles. I have a healthy love and respect for the Blue Jays. But my heart's in Boston. Really? Okay, I can respect I, You know what? I like Boston. It's all right. Like, I like when they beat up on the Yankees. So I, the that, only that, time that I've ever just kind of went, ugh, about the Blue Jays is when Batista pretty much eliminated the Red Sox from playoff contention single-handedly. Mm. Um, God, what year was that? I don't know. There's so many great Batista moments against the Red Sox. It's hard to keep track yeah, of Yeah, there's a lot of great Batista moments against everybody. <laughs> Too bad we can't pick up a $17.5 million option. Okay, Phil, please <laughs> save us from this rabbit hole. Okay. Um, <laughs> before, before we move on uh, to the next song, I would like to do a little rapid fire with you both. Awesome. Oh, wait. Okay. What? Rapid fire. So bit. no, Matt, Matt, no bantering. Nope. Don't. No, I'm sitting uh, back from the mic. Don't mess this one up. Back from the mic. Okay. You guys ready? Ready. There's not that many. Uh, okay, Perry, what's your favorite Metallica song? Oh, Four Horsemen. Oh. I wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Like, at all. You just completely threw me off. See, I'm, I'm, all right. Um, Lindsay, uh, your favorite Netflix show right now? Uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I knew that one. All right. Perry, the name of the chain of the closest 24-hour drugstore near you. 
Uh, Walgreens. Oh, very good. Oh, wait, is Walgreens that's where I buy 24 hours? I my beer from yeah, when I'm in the states. Mm. Is that's 24 hours? I'm, Lindsay? Is uh, Walgreens is 24 hours? I'm I'm almost. I'll have to source that answer, but I'm pretty sure that is correct. Or CVS. They're CVS. Next, they're next door to each other. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. All right. So you know where to go to a drugstore. They make it easy for you down Walgreens. south. Then, right. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, if you could have any vehicle, what vehicle would it be? Uh, the newer model of the Armada. Oh. What's an Armada? Is that some Nissan sort of ship? Armada. Oh. oh, I see. That's, we haven't we, got that up we in have Canada. An Armada. Are, we, are we bantering? Because I don't I'm think sorry. we're supposed to. Sorry. No, oh, no, that's right. fine. Oh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. A little bit, but Matt is, is not. Sorry, I'm going back into my cage. Uh, <laughs> okay. Harry, uh, what's your go-to method to make Lindsay happy when she's mad at you? I leave. <laughs> 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 that, that hit a truth nerve with old Maddie over here. <laughs> just no hesitation. I just leave. I love it. Uh, okay. And for you both, what's the next? What's next for Hello Life WTF? Oh. What do you got? Cook, what do you got cooking in the back? Give us some juicy inside takes. What? What can we expect from you guys? Okay. You ready for scoop number two? Yeah. Uh, yep. Maybe. Yep. Uh, okay. Scoop number two. Hello Live WTF will always be the mothership. We are also bringing another player to the table. Really? In 2018, January as a matter of January fact. January 1st. It's called Pod Stuff. The Pod The Pod Stuff, Stuff so sorry. And it's a uh, a whole different show where we're going to kind of step out of our personal lives a little bit and attack something that we're we're both very passionate about, which is podcasting, podcasters. And it's funny that we have you guys here because we actually want you guys on the first one. Yeah. Sorry. You just blew my so has mind, this, man. <laughs> Thank you. Has this been That's announced so yet? No. Nope. Not yet, eh? Oh, so are we gonna are we gonna break the news on this? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it Gee. looks like it. Yep. <laughs> I'm so excited. Thank you. There we go. I, I did. Thank I not. You, thank you for that. We okay. Well, we, we hinted. We that, hinted around, and we kind of announced yeah, the title. Yeah. But we, we didn't. Never give, said a name. We never said a name. No. no. On the last on the last release episode I listened to, you hinted that something was coming yes. in early 2018. No title. Yes. More to come. That's it. That was it. And it's basically awesome. we we've noticed that there is um, a lot of podcasts in the world. Yeah. A lot. And we're focusing on indie podcasts specifically because we are one and we know how it is. And we just kind of want to pick one each a week, focus on one, talk about it, promote it, give it rates and reviews ourselves while we're doing it, and and just try to get the good word out to as many people as possible about this show or that show or or whatever. Help other people promote their podcasts. Right. And then once a, once a month, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go ahead, man. Once a month, we are going to have like a spotlight show, which we will have instead of a, the current format we're planning is 30 minutes her, 30 minutes me um, going over a podcast that we picked out that week. But for the spotlight show, it's going to be one, like say the Simpod is our first show, which is a spotlight show. It'll be 30 minutes where we vamp about the show. And then 30 minutes with the creators of the content on air, vamping about their show, getting the word out. Kind of like what we're doing here. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. 
that kind of exposure is really important. It's hard to get that where like people just like gush about your show for like 30 minutes. It's great. And that's kind of, and that's kind of what brought it to like us doing it because it's, it's, this is hard. This is not an easy thing to do and it's hard to get your name out there. It's hard to, I mean, it's just, man, this Uh, has been tough. And I've listened to a few podcasts that I don't really enjoy. Yeah. But I know how much work goes into it. And if nothing right. else, we have to, we want to promote and respect the work that's done because even though, say, Podcast X isn't the show for me, yeah, it might be for you and you won't even know yeah, about yeah. it unless you listen to us. Right. And totally. we've gotten, I, I mean, do the same, yeah. we have received some feedback that we didn't want to receive, but I think it made, a, it made our show better. Mm hmm. So um, it's not, you don't want to necessarily hear the negative. You don't want to hear, you know, that kind of stuff. You just want. And, and we're not going to, we will. We're not going to bash people. Yeah, we're never going to trash anybody for sure. Ever. Well, you're not jerks, right? Like, right. and yeah. we talked about yeah, exactly. empathy, like, right off the yeah. bat. Like, yeah. that was the first thing. So, yeah, no, it's, um, it's interesting. Like, Phil and I kind of have each other. Like, um, I try to be really open to his critiques, but it's also, like, it's pretty helpful to have, like, a. It's like a Siskel and Ebert of podcasting. So looking forward to, um, you're going to be calling it the pod stuff. Yep. That's correct. And it's uh, being released in January, awesome. 2018. We're, uh, we're pretty excited about it and yep. our appearance on your show. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, we're excited. We're, we're super wow, excited we, about getting it going. You heard it here. Fo- here first folks on uh, some intellectual musings, but there you go. Scoop. Um, you scooped our own scoop. show. <laughs> I know. That's well, awesome. It's possible. Uh, I, like, I didn't, it was, Sorry for like totally going off on that, but for Hello Live WTF, I mean, our goal is to just keep doing exactly what we're doing, and it'll be still focused on kind of what we're going through at any given moment. Because we're never going to run out of topics. No, <laughs> no I mean, no, it, you're no. All, there's always something going on, and and life. it's always going to be relatable to your listeners as well. You know, we that's hope, important. That's, that's your, our goal. Yes, yeah, we want to make those important. thirteen people super happy with our show. So we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. I'm going to subscribe my wife uh, when I get yeah, home so uh, tonight. <laughs> there yes. you go. You got fourteen, Thank fifteen. You. I, think, nice. I think maybe my wife might listen. So maybe fifteen. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay, before before we come back uh, for some more fun stuff, um, Harry, we've listened to Lindsay's song, but and her story. But what's yours? Okay, so the other song is Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yes, <laughs> do you see? Sorry, yes. <laughs> yes. Matt, Matt, Matt didn't know the name, and he's oh, obviously quite man, happy right now. That makes me so happy, thank you. <laughs> okay, so why Total Eclipse of the Heart? I don't remember how it got started, probably because it's overly dramatic, and that's kind of where I, that's, that's like my zone is the overly dramatic he zone. He put it on a mixed CD for me. I did. Oh, that's classic. Oh, yeah. Do you see like how the roles are switched in this relationship? Yeah, I'm the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so me. <laughs> <laughs> God, I get you, man. I'm just picturing roller rinks right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I would slow all skate right. with her to that song any day. Oh, all day, man. Chicken dance later as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget Limbo. <laughs> yeah, totally. So... Oh my God! You saying that just made me think of the dumbest saying ever. If you're passing more people than are passing you, you're skating too fast. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Let's slow it down out there. That's uh, awesome. So this uh, kind of encapsulates your cheesy feelings towards uh, towards Lindsay there. Absolutely. <laughs> and we we spent an afternoon um, texting each other the words line we by line. Texting. Are we you were sure? On the computer, like was it like MySpacing or something? It was okay. Well, I was at work. Okay, then we were emailing. 
Then maybe it was emailing. All right, we're yeah. going to figure out how they were talking. Uh, but first, here's Bonnie Tyler, uh, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Turn around. When we come back. Turn around, bright eyes. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit tired of listening to the sound of my tears. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit nervous that the best of all the years have gone by. Turn around. Every now and then I get a little bit terrified and then I see the look in your eyes. Nothing I can say, a total eclipse of the heart. 
Welcome back, everyone. Some intellectual musings. We are still on the line with Lindsay and Perry Johnson from Hello Life WTF. Um, Matt, that scoop uh, made me a little excited. Yeah. I got happy. Yeah. 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 It's no, a I'm... feeling that I'm not used to. Yeah. Well, the joy. Um, it's called joy. joy Phil. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is this joy? His middle name, <laughs> actually. <laughs> uh, Perry, Lindsay, um, when we were putting this together, I kind of asked you for, um, you know, a top five tips, recommendations, advice uh, for new parents, but particularly, and I'm looking at you, Matt, (laughs) uh, stuff that Matt could benefit from. Um, Do you have any for us? Could you help us out here? Okay, so we have been parents for quite a while. (laughs) Here is some things that we are 100% diehard on. Okay, number one, and this is from the book of Lindsay. Uh-oh. Routine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Talk about it, babe. Yeah, I, I, I'm just a routine person. And so with all my kids. Um, and I, husband. Whatever. Uh, with, with all my, all three, I have kept on a very, uh, okay, is strict the word? Strict's a good word. Okay. Um, routine and uh, there's a lot of parents that aren't that way totally get it totally cool but it works for me and it has worked very 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 well for the kids because they know what's coming they know what's expected of them um and i start it as newborns i mean it's a very set nap time schedule it is i'm very very scheduled so, so you're the one setting the routines. You don't yes, let the absolutely. routines be set by the baby. No. Right. Num- rule number one, absolutely you're in charge. Not. Interesting. And, and that's oh, a, okay. that's been a that big down. thing yeah. because, it, you know, with our younger two, they were two years apart. And my big thing was they're going to nap at the same time. I don't care. I'm getting that break. I mean, you, you need it. Um, and you just, yeah. I mean, it's not just short term. It's long term. At yeah. one year. Their bottle goes away. They never see a bottle yeah. again. On their first birthday, it is gone. And they've all survived it. <laughs> and they've all survived it. And that one year, and we see people, and, and again, we want to say that we don't judge, but we see people walking around with four-year-olds with pacifiers in their mouth. Yeah. Because it's I easier. I the shit out of those people before I even had a kid. <laughs> yeah. But we struggled, okay. though, with that. We did struggle with Parker a little bit, but it's easy yeah. to let them win the pacifier war or whatever because it shuts them up but you don't mm, so want first to tip, let them win <laughs> but rule number one so i'm in charge you're in charge yeah Interesting. That's an, give me rule number that's two a then great first tip yeah what's number two all right i have i have a number two but go rule number um, two. we we are not and never have been it never will be and you know what i'm gonna say yep co-sleepers we just like we don't let the kids sleep in our bed we never have yep. Um, that's been a big, big topic, I think, for other parents. Is now let's hold on a minute because if they're sick or something, that's a totally ah, different but, story. But key, exceptional circumstances. But key, yeah, yeah. the key is when our kids are sick in our old house, we would pull our mattress off our bed, put it in the living room, and mm-hmm. we would all sleep there. They wouldn't come into our room to sleep. Right. Mm. We still so you have kept almost it. like a sleepover right. in your own house. Right. Or yeah. I would take Parker and him specifically, and Aubrey too, really. If they're really, really sick, I'll just hold them on the, in the chair all night long. Mm-hmm. 
And that way, if they have to get sick or whatever, I'm right there, like skin to skin with them, so or they in, know. In this That's house, interesting. I mean, in this That's house, we have um, all of the bedrooms are upstairs, so we're not going to be dragging a mattress downstairs every time, obviously. Um, but in this house, we have a like it's a toddler mattress or something um, that we have laid next to our bed in our room. Um, a couple of different times or something, but it's not in our bed. You know what I mean? It's, uh, we've, we've kind of, we've just kept it. You don't come in our room and just crawl in the bed and go to sleep. So that's interesting. Cause like right now, Violet sleeps in a little like baby crib, like beside her bed and we're just transitioning her out into her own room or whatever, into a crib and stuff. So that's fine. But it's interesting. I never really thought of co-sleepers. I'm thinking of my own. Uh, upbringing i never like ran in like as a little baby or whatever like a four-year-old or whatever i never ran into my parents Mm -hmm. room like oh i had a bad dream it was i had more shout from my own room now my my our kids do okay well one our daughter sleepwalks bad Um, oh really so that's a that's a totally that's creepy sometimes but we know (laughs) one of mel's sisters sleepwalked (laughs) as well it's like they have funny stories oh man it's interesting (laughs) but Lindsay will wake up with aubrey just standing over her staring at her stare at me until i wake up and so that's a little what do you do sorry so there maybe this could be number three just randomly like what do you do for a sleepwalker um she (laughs) She'll kind of just mosey her way in, and we just turn her mosey around her and right back on out. Her back to her <laughs> That's room. So creepy. Um, and she doesn't remember <laughs> anything. But yeah. it's the same thing, mommy, daddy. I had a bad dream. Okay, that's that's. We're so sorry. It's now, just a dream. Go back to bed. Aubrey did wake me up. Yeah. I mean, last night, as a matter of fact, and she's eight. She woke me up and she said, "I'm so sorry. I know I'm not supposed to wake you up, but I'm really scared." And oh, okay, you know, and I I gave her a hug. And she said, will you please lay me back down? And I said, no, you're okay. I mean. Nope, go lay back down. Mama's cold hearted. I love it. We'll, we'll hug it out. And, you know, <laughs> I love giant on her. Giant great alien in the corner. <laughs> just waiting <laughs> yeah. for her in her bedroom. <laughs> so, so, so never give an inch to co-sleeping. Right. Never. No, never. No. So nope. do you have stand, like stand a, your ground. Do you have like a third kind of tip that you can pass along to me? I thought, was that not the third tip? I don't know. Okay, well, I have my I have my <laughs> biggest spot. Sorry, no. I was trying to save my biggest one for number five. Mm. But one no, thing, keep going. Yeah, one thing that I've learned in my personal experience as a father, because again, I've been a father for twenty something years at this point, but I, yet I have mm. little kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So what I wish I would have done the whole time, and what I identified the first time that now I've got, I hope I've gotten more right, is live in the minute. Mm-hmm. Don't ever mm-hmm. say I can't wait for them to. I wish they would, because they will eventually, but they mm-hmm. won't ever be in this place again. So right. when they're pooping in their diapers, man, just love it. Just be a part of it. It's yeah. it's a chore, but it's a chore that you'll only have for a short time. Then it's gone. Giving them baths. Yeah. Giving them baths. <laughs> um, combing their hair. Whatever it is, whatever place you're in, oh, I can't wait for my baby to start walking. Yes, you can. Oh. Believe me, you can. Right. But yeah, yeah. they're only going to be in this spot right now. And if you're not in it with them, if you're thinking ahead, you're going to miss it. Mm-hmm. And, and that might be the one tip that like, I totally do already and I've done from the start. Like When I change Violet's diaper, 
It's called Daddy Diaper Time, and I sang a maniacal song oh, yeah. about That's changing awesome. diapers and how much I love her. That's and awesome. And then we play her Fisher Price little crazy alien thing <laughs> that plays also maniacal songs. And then I dance around as the songs are playing. And then there's also a different time. It's called Daddy Dancing Time, where I play a lot of the songs from my own yes. sort of childhood and teen years. And same deal, we dance around and I sing oh, them awesome. maniacally to her. Yep, you're nailing yeah. it. You're nailing yeah. it with yep. that because those are the kind Thank of things you. that a daughter will carry with her for the rest uh, of her Aubrey life. And mm. Aubrey is in dance class now, but that awesome. started, I mean, from before she could walk. I mean, yeah, that was totally. a, you know, and it is like her her love, her thing that we can connect with her. I sang her, to, I sang her to bed every single yeah. night. That's awesome. That's awesome. So is there any uh, last tips you can pass along to all our listeners and myself, honestly, because I'm just writing them all down. <laughs> Man, we um, could go. I think we could yeah, go on because. It's hard with. Okay. Because you get into a, you are in a routine and you know, you work or you go to school and you're and life is just busy. It's so busy and so hectic. Mm. But the one-on-one time with a child, when you were just like all you know, when they come up and maybe, in fact, tonight. Tonight. It was tonight. Um, Perry was trying to edit. But we had just got finished eating dinner, and Parker needed to do reading for school. And he had his library book in his hand, and he wanted, you know, Perry to read it to him. Um, and so, it's kind of, you know, it's one of those things where it's easy to be like, well, can Mommy do it because I'm, I'm working on something? Right. You know, that's, a, that's just, and you don't think anything of it, but at the same time, joking around, what did you say? I did, joking around, I was like, nah, man, I'm busy, go, go, go to mom, read it yourself. Like and he, like, sunk. saw his whole face, I'm like, dude, I'm kidding, absolutely, I'm reading this book with you, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But it's it's just one of those things where, as, you know, as a child, it's just, they, that one-on-one, just, you know, whether it's... Well, it's it cliche, matter. but it's so true. Your kids are never going to say, I wish you would have made more money, or I wish you would have got us a bigger house, right. or I wish you would have got me a toy it's train. Time. They're always going to say, even if you spend every minute with them, I wish I had more time. Yep. You know, right. and, yep. and that's kind of us not trying to be too serious, but going back to losing Lindsay's dad, mm-hmm. he's 66 years old, which is awfully young. 64. 64, I'm so sorry. Which is awfully young, but what would have been an acceptable age? 74, 94? There's, there's, there's no such one. thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. From routine, strict, no sleep, no co-sleeping rooms. I'm in charge. And if, you uh, you know, even if there is a bad dream, gently say, no, go back to your room alone. You got to live in the moment. Live in the moment. And um, time is the most precious thing that we have. Alone time, one-on-one time. One-on-one time. Spend the time with your kids. Those are some great recommendations. Thank you very much for those. Last but not Um, least, do you want a bonus one? Sure. Okay, yeah. Honorable one, mention. One, one bonus. I'm so sorry. As a bonus, no. Do it. Your daughter, every single bit of her value as a woman is going to come from you. Yep. Absolutely. Every yeah. every single you are choosing her husband for her right now. Ooh. Yeah. And you will Ooh. be. That's a big well, I'm one. a great catch. So yeah. that's uh, <laughs> perfect. So I, so I just have to be natural, is what you're saying. Yes. Well, and how you awesome. like, and, and I think don't big, joke with her. 
Yeah. About her. Totally different. I learned that my daughter is so sensitive and I'm kind of a... Oh, really? I'm kind of coarse. I can be kind so, of coarse. So sit with your daughter and joke about the world around her and all the people in it. Like yes. talk smack, basically. Yes. Is what, <laughs> but not okay, ever cool, about her. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a great smack talker. I, I made, I made and, a reference uh, one day. I was cleaning. I was flossing her teeth. And I said, God, you got a lot of oranges in your teeth. Just playing <laughs> around. Just playing around. And she has not eaten an orange since that day. Yep. Oh, yikes. I mean, it's, oh, it's just, yeah. And, but last, for real, last thing, um, how you and your wife are together around, you know, your, like, around mm. kids. Um, like Aubrey, you know, I think she, she watches and she pays a lot of attention of how Perry is with me. Mm. Or things that he says to me. Um, and I think kids in general just pay a lot of attention to how you model. Well, it's where they get all their social clues. Or right. cues, and, I'm sorry. They and get they, all say right. they're, yeah. they say they're sponges, but they're really like empathetic, like sympathetic yes. sponges, right? Like they feel yeah. the emotions of it and they're very sensitive to them. We yeah. have, we've argued in front of the kids and we've tried our... Gosh, our heart is not to, but But it's important to argue in front of your kids. Right. I think it's okay for them to see it as long as they see y'all make up as well. And and, Well, that's it. They see the resolve. They see the end of that, right? And they see the healthy, that you can have a healthy disagreement without burning a house down. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I love those two bonus ones. But that's the only only place they're going to get that. Absolutely. That was great. That was really, that was seven recommendations. And I'm sure you guys could give like... 50 or 100, you undersell each other. (laughs) Uh, Perry and Lindsay Johnson from uh, the Hello Life WTF. Almost, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say near experts, near experts. Yeah, I I took notes. Family dynamics. We'll tell you. We'll Um, tell you as they get older. Yeah, how they turn out. Okay. Do you guys want to do something completely not podcast related, not relationship related, but maybe somehow, maybe we'll see. Uh, Do you want to play a game of friend or foe with us? Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Awesome. Okay. So for you and for anyone who is new here, Matt and I started playing this game a while ago. It's silly. It's whimsical even. It's a way to debate the merits and the demerits of things around us. So a friend is anything that we like, that we love, that we want to make out with, that we want to marry, that we want to sleep with, bring upstairs and just, hmm. Oh, wow. Like, like Matt. That's how you feel about a dishwasher. Yeah, no shit. Eh? Like, well, they gotta saw his beard grow longer there. Uh, like TV remotes, like TV remotes, they allow you to sun your butt and change the channel, right? Those, however, those are the real tricksters. They are nasty, unwanted, evil scours of the earth that seek to destroy the very fabric of our being and our ways of life. The things that make us who we are. We saw this with Anthony in the Curse of Silver Lake, like soup, soup. Wants to destroy us. Yes. Rip, um, rip the humanness. Apparently it's out. the ultimate temptress. It's the ultimate temptress. Okay. Our topic. Is everyone ready for today? Oh, and no. I'm gonna I'm not gonna put um, Lindsay and Perry on the hot seat. I'm gonna start with Matt. Matt. Of course. <laughs> Shit. Take, you have to take this seriously now, Matt. Okay. I'm very serious. Friend or foe? Pillowcases. Okay. <laughs> I heard a deep sigh from Lindsay. There. Okay, the problem with pillowcases is that they're not, um, pillows are not a uniform size and shape, right? So oftentimes you'll get a pillowcase that fits on one pillow size very well, but on another it's like literally like a Rubik's Cube. Like it's it's just the 
um, the myth of Sisyphus or whatever, pushing the rock up the hill, and then all of a sudden the the rock falls back down on you. I think you, you made you up got, that word, but okay, dude, that's Albert Camus. Anyway, um, so I have a couple of different types of pillowcases at our house. Um, they're varying patterns, but the patterns are kind of secondary. Um, one type of pillowcase is like very sheer, um, so that's good um, for me because I'm a I'm a night sweater. Like I sweat during the night and yeah, I also cool. grind my teeth. I probably <laughs> yeah. related to like my 12th concussion or something. But then there's this other um, typology of pillowcase I have and this. It's kind of flannelly. So it really, it both encourages sweat, but then also absorbs the sweat. So it's <laughs> okay. like, it's almost like a membrane that transfers the sweat into the pillow. So, um, Lindsay, <laughs> okay. Perry, yeah. um, what do you think? Because I'm actually kind of neutral right now. Normally, I come out quite strong on one side All or the right, other, Matt, but I'm actually neutral right now. I'm going to hear what you have to Matt say about pillowcases. Um, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to throw Lindsay under the bus on this one. Lindsay, oh, bam. I'm cool with that. Pillowcases, friend or foe? Okay, absolutely, friend. I totally understand the foe side of it because it's so frustrating trying to get a pillow in there. But <laughs> friend, because I could not. I oh. Man, the thought of sleeping on a pillow without one. Ooh, that's pretty bad. Yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. absolutely not. I uh uh-uh. I couldn't do it. Just I mean, uh uh-uh. uh. Is it a germ situation or Because I, that pillowcase adds nothing in terms of germ protection. Well, but I can wash it. It's true. Mm. How so, often can you I mean, possibly fair enough, wash you could wash a pillow out. too. But can that's you true. and it stays like, the same form think? and everything? We've already discussed that form isn't isn't going to be uniform anyway, so who cares? That is. What? Oh. Okay, well, he has a pillow that it's like one of those. I don't, no, don't do me. Oh, I got sorry. my own answer. I like same it. pillow from college or whatever, like one of those guys. <laughs> All right, Lindsay, so it's a friend for you because friend. you need you, you need the millimeters of fabric between your head and the pillow give you a false I, sense of I security couldn't, i could not i couldn't sleep on a pillow without one i just couldn't do all it. right all right perry man f, f a pillowcase i got nothing for them <laughs> yeah, hoes. Whatever. i am faux faux of the pillowcase <laughs> i think they suck they're gross what 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 you get on them what? is gross hey i can't help what comes out of my body but i don't want to see it on a pillowcase <laughs> then wash it I don't do that. I do. I know, and I will do that. I just, I'm, I'm not. I don't care enough about them that I would want to be their friend. So they're my foe. I have a okay. I have a pillow cover that is a cooling pillow cover, but I do not it have stays a pillow. Cold. But I do not have a pillowcase. Okay, but I mean, All like right. that's because it gets like 130 degrees in like Waco, Texas, right? Yeah. Like oh. you kind of need like what is a cooling pillowcase or cover or whatever? I, I don't like, really it, know like, what it is. It? I don't know. It stays cold. It stays cold all the time. Did you buy it off the TV? Nope. Nope. I bought it at Kohl's. And in a box that says, as seen on TV, the ever cold pillow. <laughs> yes. I was waiting for that. If it's made in Canada, it has snow in it. So going back way like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> Dry yeah, that's ice. awesome. Canadian invention. <laughs> All right. So for Perry, uh, F, F that bow. You know why? Because he doesn't, he sleeps on the couch 90% of the time anyway and doesn't use a pillow. That's right. His uh, pillowcases okay. are for the week. Nope. Yeah, man. My forearm <laughs> is enough pillow week? for me, right? Ball up a hoodie. That's all you need to go. Good to go, bro. Good to go. 
<laughs> oh wait, we're missing somebody's answer. Oh yes, Philip. Uh, What's your answer there, friend or foe? Pillowcases. All right. So after I've assessed the field, uh, uh, you know, everyone's been talking about pillowcases on pillows. <laughs> so for me, a pillowcase is a friend for the simple reason that a pillowcase is not simply a pillowcase. Right. Mm. Halloween. Uh, what mm. do you use to mm. walk around and collect your candy with? Satchel. Kids. I use kids to do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta you gotta send the kids with a pillowcase. Pack animals, as I like to call them. Right. So you give a bunch of kids your pillowcases, and you say, "Hey, go do my dirty work. Go knock door to door. Get those full sizes. Go down the rich people's streets. Yeah. Right. Get the dual packs, the full sizes. It's very Oliver a Twist. Roll, you tell me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Carmel kind of Dodger over here. So you can use a pillowcase to collect goods. Um, you know, if ever you are so inclined to like rob a bank and i'm not saying oh. that like we would but people who do they draw the little money sign on the pillowcase and then instantly you're a bank robber oh right. okay right? I, I thought right. you meant put it over your head like some sort of disguise but then i was like then it goes past your shoulders and you can't move yeah your no arms. that's just awkward <laughs> and then you're just that's like just awkward. you just captured yourself essentially yeah. um so i think pillows pillowcases are friends because they're versatile you can use them you know to transport stuff especially candy um so all in all my assessment is pillowcases are our friend. Okay, so we got Phil for our friend. Yes. We got a foe over there with Perry. A, a definite foe. A definite foe. And a definite Lindsay, what friend. did you uh, say? Friend or foe? Lindsay, it was friend. Definite it was friend. friend. Yeah. Okay, so Matt, I'm neutral. Matt is the neutral one on this. <laughs> no, you can't come oh. down. You're neutral. That yeah, happens. I'm going to stay neutral. neutral. Yeah, neutral. I'm going to be That's Switzerland how... on this situation. Yeah, Switzerland. Yeah, I'm Switzerland on <laughs> pillowcases. Guys, that was a lot of fun. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you all. Oh, yeah. I've loved it. <laughs> uh, so for our, all our listeners, where can people find you and your show? Waco, Texas. No. Don't, like, come find us. Like. <laughs> Send a letter. <laughs> no, please don't go looking for them. <laughs> yeah. How about on the uh, internet? Okay. The on internet. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all Hello Life WTF, and then uh, Hello W... Wait, what did I say? I can't even say the name anymore. HelloLifeWTF at gmail.com. Yes. At HelloLifeWTF on Twitter. Uh, something on Facebook and something on Instagram. It's I'm all HelloLifeWTF. It's all HelloLifeWTF. Yep. And then you iTunes. Can, yeah, iTunes, Stitcher, Chorus. Google Play, Chorus, Knife. I don't know, probably anywhere except for Spreaker. We haven't really gone down that road yet. Yeah. It doesn't. And then also people could uh, wait for the pod stuff that's coming out on uh, in January 2018, right? January, yep, January 1st. January 1st. Awesome. And then they can wait to uh, anticipate uh, eagerly our appearance on your show as well. Oh, it's going to so, be very excited. Uh, again, thank you very much for being on the show. Philip, why don't you let our uh, fine folks know how they can reach us? Uh, semi-intellectual musings. We are on Twitter. At the underscore SIM underscore POD. Our Facebook page is at the SimPod. You could email Matt and, uh, and myself at semiintellectual at gmail.com. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Pod Addict, or your podcatcher of choice. Just search Semi Intellectual Musings. Our website with the archives to the show and all our bonus content, including the patio sessions and monthly bonus episodes, is thesim.podbean.com. Thank you so much Thank once you again, Harry so and Lindsay. Uh, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, everyone needs to go check out every Hello Life WTF, where you decide what the F stands for. Maybe it stands for foe. It could. Oh, there you go. What the foe? <laughs>
<laughs> Rebrand. <That's awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, check them out. Hello Life. WTF. Thanks so much again, guys. Thank Thanks you guys. for coming on. This is a lot Thanks of fun. Thanks for having us. And we will talk to you next week.